0: In this movie, Jovita Moore's little sister finds her fiancé cheating, she gets fired from WSB-TV, and is then forced to work at the shade room.
1: How you going to start the episode off with... That's a deep cut. We're, <laughs> <laughs> you can't start it off with a deep cut. Only people from Atlanta... No, Jovita Moore <laughs> and WSB TV.
0: <laughs> Google it, people. I don't know what to tell you. You had to be locked in to see Miss Jovita on the news every day, okay?
1: <laughs> I used to love watching her report Gucci Man going to jail again. Anyway. <laughs> what we watched this week, Sid?
0: This week, we tuned into Angrily Ever After, available on BET. Plus. Directed by Terry J. Vaughn and starring Jasmine Burke, Taranda Jones, and Tyrone Marshall Brown. Mm
1: hmm. We're gonna do this. Let's start the music. (laughs) Hey, I'm Lex.
0: Hey, y'all, I'm Sid.
1: And this is The New Chitlin Circuit.
0: We review indie, low budget, and direct to TV black films. Let's first wanna kick off and thank our sponsors this week. This week's show is brought to you by You. Yeah you the listener <laughs> And while we have you here go ahead like and subscribe and leave a comment and go ahead share this link with your friends and family All right so Lexus are you ready to explain the plot of Angry Angrily Ever After in sixty seconds or less
1: Almost I just wanna say Sydney you really add some seasoning to that gag every week <laughs> <laughs> yeah you like <laughs> I'm That's, like, I love
0: that. I'm deep in one on one right now, so I, I am like I'm embodying Brianna Barnes like I did in my childhood, and I can't help it. So,
1: you you're know. your chewer self right now.
0: I really am. Yeah, you. That's my favorite like thing to say.
1: <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm ready now.
0: Okay, go.
1: All right, so we got a news anchor uh, who lives in DC. This is set in DC. Love that and Mm -hmm. she is engaged she is properly in her early 30s so needless to say she's ready to get m f married (laughs) Um, but her fiance is low down and she Mm -hmm. catches him cheating while she is trying on her wedding dress um Mm -hmm. which then leads to her having like a like going on a tirade in georgetown and Mm -hmm. thusly getting that filmed and put on the internet losing her job having to just forge a new career path and try and set out to deal with the heartbreak of losing your fiance a month before your wedding. Um, through these trials, she does grow mm-hmm. in her career and finds a way to love herself outside of just men. And we go on that wild ride with her. Great. How'd I do?
0: You, great, because you was really getting down to the wire and I was getting nervous for you, friend.
1: You have a tell. You clear your throat every time.
0: Okay, yeah, you have four seconds left.
1: I'm gonna go over one week just to fuck with you.
0: Um, the week after it will be the new Chitlin circuit brought to you by Sid and insert new name
1: Sydney, you don't fuck around man
0: you <laughs> <Go on. laughs> want? well look like Tasha Mack I'm a baller I don't got time for no games okay
1: the fact that we bring up Tasha Mack like every other episode or the game Wendy Raquel Robinson know that we Her love influence. you Please.
0: yes <laughs> and she's a Howard alum shout out to you sis
1: Speaking of, let's get right into it. I, okay. <laughs> that is my first note on this movie. So mm-hmm. now that you guys know what happened in the movie and what we're watching, um, mm-hmm. let's we're gonna tell you all about it. And I'm, can, is it okay if I switch it up? Typically, I ask you, Sid, what you think of it. Is it okay if I yeah. go first this week?
0: Go for it.
1: Let's switch it up. Let's yeah. something cute, something for the girls to get ready to. Yes.
0: <laughs> like sweetie. Like sweetie. <laughs>
1: What you can't see is me like, like pretty much just bobbing shoulders. my shoulders, doing a little titty shake right now. You can't see that. First note I have on this movie is uh-huh. that the lead woman, damn, what's her name?
0: Her real name is ja- Jasmine Brick, but in the movie, her name is Tia.
1: Tia. The, mm-hmm. the lead, the protagonist, Tia. Talks like a Howard senior running for Houston president.
0: (laughs) She does. That is how she talks. Oh my God. Why is that so on point? She does.
1: (laughs) And, and that's kind of, that set the tone for the movie. Um, Overall, my, my overall thoughts were, you know, fun movie. It's lighthearted, lovely black people. It's in DC. I live in DC. I rarely get to see like movies set in actual DC and not like yeah. just political stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. The <laughs> While the actors are millennials, the story <laughs> is very Gen X. Um, yeah. I will say that. And I, I find that charming because that's just their kind of, it, that's how age works, especially in media. The tastemakers right. now are people who are like, Either younger than you and me, Sydney, or like in their 30s. Like, under. we're a dead yeah. zone. Mid to late 20s <laughs> is a dead zone. <laughs> no one cares what we have to think. You
0: have literally no influence. Dude. That's so true. But
1: if you're under 21 or over 34, people care what you think. You, you get in all the first
0: fields. Yeah, it's you.
1: <laughs> while those are the tastemakers, the people who are just empowered to make movies. Are Gen Xers right now because that's how age mm-hmm. works, right? And this is the movie; these are the movies they make. I just want to call out a few Gen X elements I, I noticed
0: mm-hmm. and
1: kick it over to you. One, yeah, the social media lives—the overlay that they put on the on the movie. The Facebook it's Live. It's Facebook yeah. Live. It's not yeah. Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. That's only a Gen Xer would do that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Number two. Black Gen Xers love chocolate colored strawberries.
0: Oh my god, they do! (laughs) That's like the sexiest thing you could do is a chocolate-covered strawberry. (laughs)
1: That is the sexiest thing to a black person over 40, is a chocolate-covered strawberry.
0: (laughs) For me, I'm just like, well, that's an edible arrangement. That's cute. I'm going to eat a few of those. But, like, it's not sexy.
1: Yeah. So they were raised at the tail end of, like, 80s fondue machines being all the rage. Oh, that's so right. (laughs) They came into all their sexuality with Jodeci and whipped cream and peaches and cream. Peaches which, and it's cream. just very fruit-based.
0: Yeah, all the <laughs> stuff that'll give you a yeast so. infection in real life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, so black Gen Xers think a chocolate-covered strawberry is the epitome of romance.
0: Sex <laughs> <Next in> time! <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. And the last, the last thing that made this, I, it's a Gen X love story, even though all the actors are millennials. Yeah, is that in in a part of the movie where she starts to come into herself, her kind of like fuck you outfit is a fitted, like slim women's t-shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> with like. <laughs> Words, it's a graphic tee with like some like sassy words it's on it. It's like something like control jeans. your
0: power or something like that. Something crazy or like
1: yeah. courage to do something. With skinny jeans. Yeah. That's the most Gen X outfit. That is the most Kamala Harris thing.
0: Oh, gosh. She most did look like
1: Mary J. Blige thing to put on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she did look like Kamala in that marching van video. Like she is mm-hmm. toting along mm, 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 <laughs> with the kids. Oh. Needless Those to are, say,
1: I thought the movie was cool. Points. I thought the movie <laughs> <laughs> I thought the movie was cool. I had a decent time watching it. And yeah, there are some things that don't work, but I'll get into that. But yeah. Sydney, what did you think of Angrily Ever After?
0: I um my sentiments are the same, right? So I thought the movie was cool. Uh I it was funny at parts. Um I really liked Taronda Jones because she was also Porsche. And Empire, while we're here, I just want to tout to the rest of the world that I'm probably one of few people who actually finished Empire to the very end. I feel like I need to get a gold star. Fox owes me a check, something. Um. Anyway, so Toronto was great and funny. <laughs> um, and similar to you, I, all of this movie just reminded me of, like, I guess, like, what an older millennial Howard person still living in D.C., and they work in journalism, this is probably what their life is like. It just seemed on point with any, like, Howard grad, that's how they be talking. Like, how you said, all the HUSA, like, (laughs) people running for (laughs) office, this is how they make their, like, IG videos or their little speeches or whatever. I'm just like, okay, girl, you got a cookie I'll vote for you. Just stop begging. Like, you got Chick-fil-A today? Cool.
1: Stop begging.
0: It's (laughs) It's, It's not becoming like, please. Um, but no, like, yeah, I think your points were stellar. I'm really excited to get more into these scenes <laughs> now. Because that's a great, like, grounding of what this movie is. Because Terry J. Vaughn, the director, she is a Gen Xer. Um, and mm-hmm. it's very clear, like, even if I notes, that all this stuff was written to appeal to millennials and it starred millennials or, like, appeal to our demo. But it didn't really seem super authentic to 2020. This probably could have worked for you know, people our age in like 2009. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's get into these scenes. If you want to kick it off from the beginning <laughs> with her Facebook live in front of the venue.
1: <laughs> yeah. So she's going live, giving us a very Houston president president um, tone mm-hmm. in front of her wedding venue. And she's there to like, if it's the final weeks before the wedding. She's there to give the last payment and make sure everything's okay and that's how and also she's also there to give us a chunk of exposition (laughs) to let us know that she's engaged this is where she's getting married she's really looking forward to it and that she her father passed away and she wishes her father was there to see her man so that's where that's how we meet her i didn't get too much from that scene other than the white lady was funny um the the (laughs) event manager yeah (laughs) (laughs) I, I, i thought that was funny
0: I do like that trope and like this black rom-coms. So just like throw an odd funny white girl in the mix and just give her a few lines. Make sure they hit though. Just get a chuckle and then move her to the side. I do enjoy and then get that.
1: Off, tokenize her.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Make us laugh, yeah. girl. No, but mm-hmm. um, the Facebook live too. We didn't get
1: too, too much movie. out of this scene. We didn't. the Facebook
0: It threw me because I was like, okay, so how old is this girl, she's on Facebook Live, going through this. I see the Facebook smile and the thumbs up, like coming in the chat. Mm-hmm. But like, are you forty five or <laughs> twenty what, what yeah. five? What do we? What are we doing here? It
1: doesn't make sense. You're right, <laughs> but it didn't throw the story off too much. I was just like, it threw me off because I see there are three Facebook lives in this movie. <laughs> yes, there are. So that's where it went a little too much.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I didn't get a lot from the scene. Other than exposition from the first scene, it's the next scene that really set the tone for me. She goes to work, and uh, she's like her coworkers are throwing her a little engagement party, which I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care for in the workplace. I don't understand why we have to do that every time someone gets married or has a baby. I don't even know yeah. you like that.
0: I was going to say hashtag team building, I guess, but like I wasn't even invited to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, so we're not, I'm not like even that going close. to the wedding.
1: <laughs> you know, um, yeah. But so they're doing that, and then we get introduced to the hating-ass coworker, and she has to leave work early to go mm-hmm. to brunch. <laughs> and here's what I want to say.
0: DC culture and <laughs> yes, it's finest. Yes, this is
1: why I was excited to watch a movie set in DC, because my note says, if it's one thing DC professionals don't do... Mm-hmm. Is work hard on no Friday, yeah. <laughs> regardless of the industry. It don't matter. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it. No, <laughs> oh. that's just so taboo to send somebody next. Anybody listening, send your friend who works in DC, works in the DC office. Send them an email on Friday. See if they email back. <laughs> <laughs> send it at nine a.m. on Friday like, and see if they don't email you back on Monday. Hour.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's mm, mm, can't get with it.
0: Yeah. Even like when we were students and like we were interning in DC and had to work on Fridays. It's like, oh girl, I gotta go put these little hours, and I'll I'll be back before happy hour. Don't even worry about it. It's just mm, don't even worry I'm, about it. Don't, don't even worry about it. I I will be ready for happy hour. It's fine. <laughs> like, please.
1: <laughs> in Spain they have siesta. In DC they have mild alcoholism.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's just,
1: it's just, work is of work is just. No object, it means nothing compared mm-hmm. to happy hour on a Friday. Shit on a Thursday. On a Thursday. <laughs> it starts it's on
0: it. Thursday. Yeah. Especially like mm-hmm. we didn't have class on Friday. <clears throat> what do I got to lose. Out of
1: here. <laughs> yeah. Please. I thought that I thought that detail was spot on. <laughs>
0: That's great. Oh.
1: Um. But I do want to ask you, Sydney, if you clocked this at the brunch. I I smelled Trouble in Paradise immediately because he was kind of controlling.
0: The lady will have, and she goes, oh no, I think I want a Pinot Grigio. No, babe, you want a Cabernet. If I was in the mood for a red wine, I would have said I wanted a Cabernet. Mm -hmm. So don't be Mm -hmm. ordering for me. You are not my mouthpiece.
1: Yeah, and as the movie proved like throughout the movie, she loves white wine. Right. (laughs) (laughs) She's you don't see her drink red wine anytime Ever. in the movie, other than this time where he fucking forces her to.
0: Ugh. That would it have was been- ugly. Grounds to terminate my relationship right there. I would have broke up with him on the spot in the restaurant in front of his clients.
1: Yeah, because who the hell are you? I don't, know. Right. I don't want this damn wine. And this is where we get introduced to him and his character, the husband. We get to see mm-hmm. these funky ass suits he wears and we get to see like him just being controlling and inconsiderate mm-hmm. to her. I didn't like this man, not even an ounce.
0: My note on the boyfriend, I dubbed him Terrence J dash light.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. I dubbed her co-worker at the gossip site as Terrence J.
0: Oh. <laughs> I feel like he That's had more funny. Pers- the gossip guy had more personality than Terrence J did in real life. Like this, her her fiance had he was like watered down Terrence J. So he wasn't as obnoxious, uh, but still as like just as much annoying at times. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Now, <laughs> what can't be forgotten
1: here, what will not be omitted here on this show. Any other show, maybe this one? Hell, no. She's an authoress.
0: (laughs) She is an authoress. You've got to give that for her.
1: Yeah, that comes up in the scene as well because her. This is where we meet her best friend, and her best friend is a publicist wants to be a publisher, and she, Mm -hmm. Tia, is working on a book.
0: Yeah, and it's it's really in the same vein and spirit of Oh Hell Yes, written by Maya Wills. Mm -hmm. but this book is or boy by. Or Boy bye. you're right. But it's taking the stories of uh, different women and their trials and tribulations and how they got through it. This is really like Ayanla Van Zandt Fix My Life, but Mm -hmm. in literature. It's good.
1: Yeah. I saw it more as like chicken soup for the black woman.
0: Ooh, that's better, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, she has to be an authoress, has to be. And this is where things get interesting. Because um, we also find out not only is he controlling and just rude, he's really not yes. loving to her. Not only that, and kind of conniving because he gets her chocolate-covered strawberries, says that he dipped them himself, but what's in the trash can? A box. A bo- the damn Georgetown cupcake.
0: <laughs> That's. Mm-hmm. I'm going a, to a do a, um, a Twitter moment. Now, ladies, Look at here. Okay? <laughs> Because the boys they really try and get you with these little chocolate dip strawberries and roses with twenty dollar bills wrapped around them. Girl, you don't need that. You <laughs> go get your own strawberries and your own bottle of wine and have a you night. Because he just gonna ruin hmm. it.
1: Sydney, that wasn't for the girls. That was for the single mamas over forty. Because <laughs> <laughs> chocolate dip strawberries right. and dollars right. and roses and stuff. <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. well, look. This is also where we find out that she the one paying for the damn wedding. Now here's the oh. Twitter <laughs> ladies. But <laughs> better yet, fellas, <laughs> would you let your woman pay for the wedding? Even if he is clearly a lawyer, when he when they
0: walk when she walks into the house, mm-hmm. he got a fucking koi pond. Yeah, he's a lawyer who works at his family farm. He has money. He works at the family farm. Yo, daddy's so that daddy me him
1: and his mama gave you honey.
0: Yeah, and you
1: can't you can't drop some dollars.
0: No, you buddy. can't swipe a visa. No, buddy.
1: <laughs> but you can afford these tight ass suits,
0: right? <laughs> and these little anyway, funky strawberries so, that nobody asked for.
1: Precisely. So let's get to where the where this whole time it seemed like trouble in paradise. These first like ten minutes, and then mm-hmm. the she hits the fan she's trying yeah. on her dress in georgetown and mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. she looks out the mirror out the window and sees her well, fiance she's... booed mm. up with some hussy on m street i have a positive thing to say about the movie the movie has several solid good plot points like mm-hmm. several points of the movie where I if I were to like imagine them up dream them up I would go "Ooh, that would be a good movie like that would be a good movie scene right but it's just everything around the plot points is kind of gray and kind of Hmm.
0: this and is one funny. of
1: them imagine <laughs> a, a bride to be trying on her wedding dress and seeing her man boot up outside the shop
0: oh my god mm-hmm. I need some writing music Um, I need some Vaseline and I need you to hold my mm-hmm. shoes
1: and that's exactly what she did.
0: Yeah, she she went in. I think this movie, I, I, the the lesson in all of this was, girl, watch how you act in public because it can always go viral and you're gonna lose your job. That's the lesson. Mm.
1: <laughs> but is it though? Because when she does, like when that video goes viral, she gets cut from the network because she sure. she happened to work from one of the few industries, one of the few places where you can't act the fool. Like there are not many places left where you can't act a fool and still work there. Like right. you know, unless you're white man. So much of our lives being public online now, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But daytime news, <laughs> you can't be. We can't have the weatherman acting crazy.
0: Oh Imagine seeing Jovita Moore out in front of a courthouse fighting somebody. Like while she's trying be to crazy story. Oh, not Miss Jovita. Uh, <laughs> oh
1: my god. <laughs> <laughs> i really wish that i knew her like i wish <laughs> that she would like, not play auntie i really do
0: i mean but i think we do she's to play auntie for all of metro atlanta <laughs> yeah
1: i feel that I, I like that but yeah imagine miss moore out there doing that <laughs> so because of that i feel like the movie might that might not be the message though because as she sings as she as it shows there's an entire industry of journalism or quotes quote <laughs> journalism where you can act as much of a fool as you want to and and like that doesn't matter so she still like recouped herself and ended up on something that was kind of like the shade room
0: <laughs> yeah this is also more uh, yeah. kind of so have you you've heard of fox soul so it's like their foray and mm-hmm. Fox souls like uh their version of BET plus but they I don't know if they have like actual like original scripted programming so on they have a show on there with uh Romeo and Zynique. And two other people who I can't think of right now. But it's it's very much similar to the show that Tia's character <laughs> has to be a part of ain't, after she loses her network job.
1: Ain't Fox sold the channel where um Where Lisa, Lisa Ray cussed out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah Yeah. That Ooh, y'all
1: ain't nothing Ooh. like hosting a podcast with your best friend. We just we just kiki in <laughs>
0: That's okay, well, thing,
1: I don't you know. think Fox Soul come in my sling package, so.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably an add-on. You gotta, That's a separate subscription.
1: I won't be making that um, addition. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I do want to say... <laughs> so, she's her life is thrown into a tizzy after she finds him cheating. She mm-hmm. stops talking to him, moves out, and goes, like, moves on her best friend's couch. And the best friend is funny, but I do want to talk about it. The best yeah. friend who played Portia on empire. Very mm-hmm. funny. Her timing is great, but I grew to really resent her character.
0: Mm. Let's get into that. Yeah.
1: Because the first two scenes, she's just, she's there doing best friend things. If, if you're going to try on your wedding dress, of course your best friend will be there sipping champagne. Mm-hmm. Of course. Right. Like, you know, um even y'all y'all going to be uncomfortable in the um in the in the, in the haberdashery with, when I'm trying on my tux y'all y'all going to be the only women in there yeah, you
0: a lie we're going to tear that but, place out you alive? please i don't know what you thought <laughs> <not. laughs>
1: oh wow yep. nevertheless so, so clearly best friends belong there and she's there like to kind of she just kind of keeps Popping up to say things to aid Tia's emotions, but Mm -hmm. we don't ever get anything about her. What does she do for work?
0: We don't find that out to way, like in the middle, almost end of the movie, to like what her. Oh, we find
1: out she's a publicist, but we don't really like that. I take that back. We do find out she's a publicist, but we don't get any, like, it doesn't affect anything. It was just a line that was said, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't actually like we don't get any context for like why she is the way she is until the end of the movie where they have like, you know, you hit the beats of these type of movies where when you're down in the pits, you cuss at your best friend. That's just kind of what happens in these movies. Right. And then Tia just says these really mean things about her, And it's, it's exposition because that's how we find out <laughs> things about her. But yeah. like, it just felt jarring and random because we don't really get, the, she, she just shows up. Every conversation they have is about Tia or like some funny quip about a date that the best friend's going on. I just really, her character was so shallow and I hated that. I hated it. I really I, wish they had given her more.
0: Yeah, For me, this was kind of like, um, well, not even because I, even I feel like Queen Latifah and Brown Sugar, like her <sighs> being like cousin slash best friend, we kind of just got what her role was. She is the shoulder to lean on and she pops up when Sinai's character needed that but I mean that's a mm-hmm. good point she uh her friend's name was Jillian she, she was just kind of like there to be funny and to be light-hearted when Tia was going through it at work uh couldn't find her groove at this new job lost her man is burning invitations in her living room it's just oh hey girl like you burn my house down you.
1: also yeah <laughs> <laughs> You won't let me have my
0: like Eliza Hamilton burn moment in your living room, no.
1: Sydney, no. <laughs>
0: and no.
1: your ass will be out the damn dough. Sydney. I, this I don't have any other words other than that. Your ass will be out the damn dough. You is not finna be setting my damn waste baskets on fire because you sad you're going to set off my fire alarms got all my white neighbors looking at me crazy. on the
0: patio I can do it on the patio outside
1: no you can do it you can do it when you get your own patio but she was here at my place <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to pack all this shit up you're either going to recycle his shit or you're going to pack it up and take it with you burn it at your new place <laughs>
0: wow okay, noted what <laughs> it's all what good. noted, <laughs> noted. <laughs> Can I
1: set your trash can on fire? If if I had to, if if somebody did me like this and I was standing at your place just down in the dumps, I, I would set your trash can on fire? I would
0: understand why you did it.
1: I can do would that. You,
0: would you be buying me a new trash can? Yes. Yes, you would. Mm-hmm. But I could do that
1: in your yeah. apartment.
0: Yeah, as long as you don't burn I'm, none of yes. that. Yes. <laughs> this is a verbal yes. Yes. This is a verbal All death. right.
1: Bad. <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you one thing you're not send my damn thing. number one on my trash can is a plastic <laughs> that prose is a problem in itself you know i'm cheap <laughs> <me get> <laughs> now i'm stuck on that That not piss me off yeah. why would she go anyway you, let you stay in her apartment anyway so this is also when terry vaughn the director uh pops in as a character um, as tia's yeah. mama which I appreciate it. I love Terry Vaughn. I, I I really like seeing her. Um, And she came in and gave some bad mom advice. Really
0: bad. <laughs> Girl, yeah. you need a man like him. He got a good job with benefits. It was just a slip up. If you don't get off my phone with that, I'm not trying to hear that right now. Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: Very bad advice.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, this movie felt like, when Terry Vaughn came on the screen, you know what the movie felt like to me? What? Always a bridesmaid. It feels exactly like always a bridesmaid.
0: Well, that's a good flag. Yeah.
1: When, um, what, what what's her name? I, I know her name.
0: The name Yvette. The Yvette. Yvette, uh, Yvette. Yvette Nicole was a Brown. Yep, Yvette Nicole Brown. Yep, mm-hmm.
1: She comes in the movie. She's the director. Well, she's the writer. Trey Haley was the director. Blah. Uh, <laughs> she inserts herself into the movie as like an oracle, even though she was attempting to give good advice. I think Terry Vaughn knew that. This. I don't think Terry Vaughn thinks this. I hope not. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> I think she's supposed to be like, uh, just girl. You gotta get it how you living, cause you know after your daddy died, I've been single. You know, so you gotta find you a man. You don't want to be left alone like me. That was her purpose. That's her character. Yeah. That's what she's supposed to do. Yeah.
1: Now, I want to talk about another, like, good, funny plot point that really worked in the movie that's very, like, similar to how, imagine if you're trying on your wedding dress and you see your fiancé cheat. Ooh. Imagine if a trained news anchor was mm-hmm. on one of these nigga circuit forums. <laughs> like, imagine Javita Moore
0: on... the. show on- room.
1: Yeah, on the shade room, or <laughs> that was so funny. That scene where she, where they're like, "Yo, what's up?" Let's kick it <laughs> over to our girl Tia, and she goes, "Thank you. Tonight we're going to discuss."
0: <laughs> it's kind of like I thought about my note. There was like, "Is this just with the mess?" Like that's what it sound like. Hi, are you here <laughs> it
1: didn't seem like- with the mess?
0: And I'm bringing you. Ooh, I can't like- stand that girl. Yeah, <laughs> just, just awful opinions.
1: No. I do like. I did like the gossip room show uh, mm-hmm. on this movie. I in this movie, because it's like.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like reverse breakfast club where both of the girls just gang up on the nigga and it's just misogyny. Yeah. I love it.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that. Honestly, I might listen to The Breakfast Club if they switched the format. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, if they got rid of Angela Yee and got a woman with a uh, backbone and then they yeah. got another woman and kicked off uh, DJ Envy and every, and they both just ganged up on Charlamagne, Charlamagne every episode, that'd be awesome.
0: That'd be great. <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Charlamagne, the God, as Webby said. Charlamagne. Charlamagne. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina. Or Leonard, Leonard, because Leonard with the points. <laughs> yeah. will we watch that brother take his <laughs> wife to that house?
1: That's you, brother, and we have to explain <laughs> to some brothers like you. Y'all, I'll see y'all, my babies.
0: <laughs> That's a great Monique. Uh, oh. right it's
1: happening, Sydney, for real. Be for real. We're thirty-five minutes in. You can say it. Mm-hmm. Did you like this movie?
0: I will not watch again if that's a (laughs) barometer for my feelings. Because you Um, you see what we're doing. We're we're talking about everything. We're just talking about everything.
1: Yeah, the movie. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um. You know, I didn't really like the movie. No, I didn't. But we come on this forum to highlight these films and you know the talent, the actors. I don't think the problem at all was. The actors. That's really honestly never like typically the problem when we like review these movies. I I couldn't really connect to this movie. I'm not, and I don't even think I'll be at a point in my life when I'm 29 and going through these like marriage like dehydration type feelings. Like I have got to find a man. They do be like, in the damn
1: desert. Do <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I do, what will I do? <laughs> and I don't find I that's not I don't think relatable to women today. And if it is, I guess, girl, don't be trusting yourself out about no man. because I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, but we can, we can go through some more of the scenes. Right. So she gets hired yeah. at the shade room adjacent um, by her like former journal, like, I don't know, grad school, journalism school friend who is very fine, by the way. I mean, what an attractive man. Wow. Um, you know, they clearly have chemistry. He's the producer on the show, so he hires her. Fast forward, her fiance is still trying to get you know, get with her, get in contact with her. She's not feeling it. She takes debate one time, and this was a scene I did want to bring up because I thought, man, what this was great. She shows up and it's Kenny Lattimore singing in the living room. And I just go, He got Kenny Lattimore it's on standby nice. like that. I know, because who who <laughs> Only I don't know any Kenny Loggins songs. That's his song Which one? The way, do. The way, do. Oh, the way it, Oh,
1: it sounds better on the radio right because of the, the layering.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. It's like a good. It's the layering. You're right. You're right. Because he's sung this live. Um, mm-hmm. You know they make up and now they're sleeping with each other behind best friends back and.
1: Let's discuss that. Why yeah. the fuck was there a sex scene in this movie?
0: I thought not it was only tasteful. was it not
1: sexy. I thought it was it, tasteful. It was tasteful, but it was, it, we didn't need that. What? It didn't add anything to the story. Why did we, we didn't even get to see his booty. So why we did we did waste it. time You're with right. that? You're right. <laughs> that, that's how I, that's how I win you over every time. You're so easy. <laughs> just when we thought we could offer the listeners a rare chance of us disagreeing, <laughs> you go, you know what? You're right about that, Lex. You're right. (laughs) There was no booty. And I'm so unclear. This is my note. It's fully unclear why she still wants him. (laughs) It's not like he was her dream man and then the the rug got pulled from under her.
0: The whole thing. Every woman has a weak spot and he just knows how to get it. You know? I ain't got one. It's, that's no because if i see you I'm outside joking. of my bridal no but if i see you outside my bridal shop i'm trying on a dress and you with some other hoe i you're dead to me you never existed i don't even mm-hmm. know who you are anymore this is no it's, mm-hmm. it's over i'm acting like you don't exist
1: dead ass and just before she like falls for this, like falls back in it with this nigga, she goes on a series of like tender dates. And I want to talk about one of those dates. Cause this is what, this is the note that had me saying, I will never talk to you again if you do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't exist to you anymore. If you do this,
0: mm-hmm. the date
1: where at the end of the date, she's saying how great the conversation was and how great the food was. And he's tallying up on his phone. Um, and then she says, Everything okay? And he says, "Yeah, I'm just, I'm just tallying up your end of the bill." Excuse me. Okay, strike one for me. Yeah. Okay, if I'm, this has happened to me before. Like, if I go out with somebody and you want us to go Dutch, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, I guess. <sighs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like, um. The, the pussy's on lockdown now, anyway. Right, but we can just <laughs> down okay, and enjoy Dutch,
0: this meal together, and this is... How, no, we it's over. Yeah. Okay, bye.
1: If you're going to go Dutch, we can do it. He takes it a step further and goes, all right, your end of the bill is 49-something cents. Um, I put the appetizer on your bill because you had three-fourths of the appetizer. And then he oh. says, I will gladly put a fourth of the appetizer on my bill, on however, my bill. if you have a problem with that.
0: Are you crazy? Are you are you out of your mind? <laughs> no. Are you crazy?
1: And this is the only time where I'm not cheap. This is the only time any other time, you know me, Sydney. I'm about saving a dollar. But like mm-hmm. if I have decided to go out to eat with you, that means it don't matter. Like I'm here to swipe my card. I'm here to have a good time. I'm not asking how much the extra guacamole costs. I'm not asking yeah. how much a side of shrimp costs. Put it I on the tab. Me. And yep. run that shit. Run it up. <laughs> like, you know? And mo- that's why if I ask anybody on a date, especially if I choose the restaurant, I'm going to just pay. Like- pay for
0: it. That's my point. If you ask me out on this date and we get to the bill and you want to put, first you split it. I guess whatever. I'm not going to talk well, to you anymore. That's after this crazy. Moment. Both of so, us are
1: struggling with that.
0: Right. Wow. <laughs> you want to split it. Okay, great. Because I do have my own money. I am I'm independent. So I, I can pay mm-hmm. for whatever. It's fine. I could have even paid for this meal if you were upfront with me because you don't have the coin. That's what you're telling me. You don't have. That's what the you're coin. telling
1: me. Does it matter? Yeah. Why does it matter? It's one Why dinner, does it
0: right? So now I know. One, I'm not talking to you ever again. Number two, you want to <laughs> <laughs> you want to split an appetizer, which is probably like twelve dollars, three four yeah. of the cost <laughs> go on my half of the bill. Are you out of your mind? You sat there next to me, in this on your little calculator. It's curtains for you. At that point, I may go to the bathroom and never come back. It's your bill now, so
1: <laughs> I really might. Because I, I, I was I so in awe, which I guess this is a great scene because it got me invigorated. <laughs> oh, hell no. I would literally never talk. When I say I never talk to somebody, I don't. I, I am a proud Android user. I love my Google Pixel, not an ad. Um, so blocking people is not as intuitive on an Android. Like iPhones, everybody I know with an iPhone has a, has a long list of blocked contacts,
0: right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I would go out of my way to block this person <laughs> on my Google Pixel. I would, I would Google, I would go on the Reddit, Google Pixel subreddit and go, how do I block somebody? and oh wait like an hour for some white man to tell me and I would do that. I would block yeah. this person.
0: Like, we don't contact me ever again. I have. I gave you my little funky $25, whatever, <laughs> and that's a mm-hmm. cheap date, honestly, because we you spent $50 yeah, on the both cheap. of us to eat. That's a cheap date. We, no. Yeah,
1: and that was, there was not no tablecloth restaurant. They there were was sitting it? in like a half booth. It clearly was like a, a bar restaurant or something. Right. And her, half of the bill was 50 so that means a hundred dollar bill that is that that's honestly a pretty normal date that means you got appetizers and drinks at a normal price restaurant that's what that means
0: yeah tripping
1: (laughs) tripping so i just wanted to talk about that (laughs) and the last thing i i have to say about the the fiance malcolm before she dumps his ass for good thank Mm -hmm. thank Thank god When they was uh, playing house again, booed up, mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes, I signed us up for Paint and Sip. And I yelled out to my TV screen, y'all need to sign up for therapy. therapy. <laughs> <laughs> y'all on the wrong sign up what sheet. Is
0: it? No, they trying to paint it away. Mm.
1: <laughs> and then he flakes on that anyway. So...
0: On top of that, he flakes and they're having dinner and then he goes, why don't we just get married at the courthouse? I have dropped $100,000 on this venue and whatever the hell else for us to have this lavish wedding. Have you lost your mind? Is it crack? What are you doing? (laughs) And what's crazy is
1: she had low self-esteem because she was being too easy. If I had paid money for this expensive-ass D.C. wedding venue, hear me, Mm -hmm. if I had did that, if you want me back, you owe me $50,000.
0: Yeah, I (laughs) mean- If
1: I paid $50,000 for this building, you owe me $50,000. I look like Dr. Umar in the camera right now. (laughs) (laughs) We got to start doing video or something cuz this I've been very physical today.
0: This is the blacks only live chat. Africans only.
1: I don't even know why that's happening. Why non-Africans? <laughs> I don't even know why that's occurring. <laughs> no, you cannot bring your white wife. <laughs> no. If you show up with your white wife, you and the non-African <laughs> will be escorted out. You I and go. the non-African. <laughs>
0: The key is to repeat yourself. That's the
1: doctor. <laughs> what a fool! And he's—it's all funny, but he's actually terrible. So, yeah. don't support Dr. Umar, guys. Um, but yes, he would have owed me fifty thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> that's really simple to. If you really bad it, send I, me I, a wire. Like,
1: send me the show, wire.
0: Show me you your, know what your willing and committed. Make it
1: just a gesture. You don't—it don't even have to be cash. Make it a gesture. Just put it in an escrow. Like, you don't even have to be cash. Right. We keep that for a down payment later, but it's coming out of your pockets.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so they break up at the White House, not the White House, the courthouse, and uh, Mm -hmm. her fiance is also on Facebook Live, and she dumps him on Facebook Live. Good for you, sis. Um, My favorite part of this scene though Which was totally irrelevant to the movie But just about my fandom So when her and her best friend meet back up afterwards In the background for like the first five seconds You hear Elle Vaughnors, um Don't want to dance And as my friends know oh. I'm a huge Elle Vaughnors stan huge. Love her And it just made me smile yeah. So I wanted to bring that up Shout out to you Elle
1: Nice Oh I didn't even catch that You do love <laughs> Elle Varner.
0: I do. I really do.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, What made me smile about that scene is you don't see movies filmed in this part of DC. Like, when's the last time you, like, if it, you see a movie with DC row houses, like Olivia Pope yeah. never gave that.
0: That looked like somewhere like like 14th and T or something. Like very... Yeah, it looked like Logan area. Circle area. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's a yeah. good point. Never. because all, nice. all we know of, you know, like DC and like Larger film or TV shows. Like, obviously, like, the White House and the National Mall. That's all they ever show. And that's a very, Capitol very Hill small... Maybe. Capitol Hill, yeah. That's such a small part of D.C. Like, it takes up mm-hmm. very little space in the city.
1: It's like, yes, yeah, tiny. Yeah. So, yeah, that was nice to see actual D.C. Um, and then, you know, at the end, she's having her book release party, which is my only gripe with author authoress movies is that <laughs> They do the thing where they have this celebration at the end, but the movie did not show us the path to what how they how they made yeah what they're celebrating. <laughs> like in Back to the Good Life, the movie didn't really show us how she opened the coffee shop. We right. just get the, uh,
0: the coffee shop. And I would like to think, <laughs> like yeah. I don't, I, I consider myself a budding um, filmmaker producer. I would like to think that mm-hmm. doing like a montage scene of that, it shouldn't take much out of, like, the production schedule to add that in so people are aware of what's happening. It's, yeah. like, a clearer transition from having no book and have talked about it once to your publicist friend to then going to a book release party about Yeah.
1: What? But that's that's my main problem with the movie, actually, is that, which is kind of... it. The, the movie does lull a little bit, about 30, 40 minutes in, because, mm-hmm. like... I, the question I asked myself is, what is she, what am I supposed to be rooting for? What's she working toward? Because right. at that point in the movie, it was before she backslid to that nigga. So to me, the the viewer, it seemed like she was over him. And mm-hmm. I wasn't really rooting for this new romance because they didn't really develop it. They didn't do anything with um, it, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't, like, she kind of just accidentally made angry black woman. It That wasn't her life goal. Like, I don't know. Right. We, I didn't actually know what she, what her journey was supposed to be. That was my main problem with the movie.
0: That's a really good point. And we just happen to get to the end and she's successful authoress. At least we know in Boy Bye, um Wendy Raquel's character like she already has one successful book under her belt and she's working on her second uh like self-help mm-hmm. book or whatever and at the same time she's running this real estate empire. That is yeah. what she's working towards keeping those two things afloat and going and, and also, she was trying
1: to close a deal that's yeah, why she was, fell right. in love it with means, Lance man. right that makes it damn boy bye was good it Was
0: good. <laughs> if you haven't and you're a new listener go ahead and check out our first episode uh boy bye it was, it was a great review yeah.
1: <laughs> one of our greats that honestly because yeah. you know everything I read about starting the podcast was like yeah your first episode would be trash no ours was great. just
0: good. yeah like <laughs> We we were natural. I think it was funny. Mm-hmm. Gas us up. We gotta gas ourselves up because it was good. It was really good. Yeah.
1: Go back and listen to Boy Bye, and go back and watch that. I might watch that this weekend. Um, I do want to end my opinion on this before we get into the awards and stuff with mm-hmm. the last one of the last lines of the movie. Um, the hate and ass coworker shows up to the book release <laughs> function with a oh, press pass.
0: One other thing before that. But,
1: sorry. Yeah.
0: Sorry. So at her book release party, her uh, former like coworker producer slash like I guess new love interest he shows up in the middle of her speech and steals her spotlight to make his grand gesture. What an awful way to do yeah. that! I that was one of yeah. my uh, notes that I didn't like on this movie. Like, grand gestures typically don't disrupt uh, like the protagonist like their big win. It's supposed to be something either before or after that, not in the middle. That mm-hmm. was a poor choice like in the writing and somebody should have fixed that before they filmed it because uh, in real life yeah. if you like up kill my spotlight why would i want to be with you because you're trying to make it about you today was about me mm-hmm.
1: and they went on one date they didn't even i don't understand why he thought that that was appropriate they
0: didn't even kiss. it was like what
1: <laughs> yeah it's crazy i my note for that the last like it says wait what they didn't develop no rom- ro- no romance this whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> Marriage crazy women's minds and then multiple question marks. That's that's why note yeah. on the finale of the movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. But
1: let's yeah, go back to I, I want to get it in, the movie ends <laughs> Yeah, the movie ends on a very humorous note. Uh so mm-hmm. The hating ass co worker shows up to this function, to this book release function, and she is told no at the gate by several yeah. people, including the white event manager, <laughs> who very politely tells her to go. And the hating ass co worker turns around and goes, Okay, white people are involved now.
0: <laughs> and that's how you know you're not getting in, because they don't brought out the white girls
1: curtains it if it's and that's really a that's I feel like does Terry J. Vaughn like really know D.C. or something like does she live up here because this is it's very subtle but <laughs> white women Maybe. run this town <laughs> nothing nothing moves or shakes here without a white woman's approval here they
0: run <laughs> the same way black gay men run Atlanta <laughs> uh-huh yeah white women run this town <laughs> true <laughs> I don't think she, I, she's from, I'm looking at, uh, she's from San Francisco, unless she lived in D.C. <laughs> at some point in time, but that is right on the nose. She got this down. Yeah. <laughs> if
1: a white lady show up at the velvet rope until you, you, ain't getting in, you need to take your ass back on the metro. You go ain't go getting to, in. <laughs> go
0: ahead, go to the next spot, because it's over for you. Sorry.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's what I feel. Said, who came to act? This should be interesting.
0: Yeah, um, I based this week's uh, award off of one scene that we didn't even talk about um, (laughs) during the (laughs) (laughs) review. Now that I think about it, (laughs) uh, for Who Came to Act this week. So uh, this week I am nominating the lead actress, Tia Logan, for the Who Came to Act award for... A few different reasons, but what really tipped it over the edge was when um, her producer friend, well, when she thinks her producer friend set her up this whole time for her to lose her job, but then have to come work for him. And we think, you know, he thinks to have this relationship going and she spazzes on him in the office, but she really went there with the emotion. It was like, you know, I, I could see or feel some tears wanting to fall. It didn't get that far, but I really felt it in that moment because it was, I felt the betrayal. That's what it was. I did. And for that, Miss um, Burke, you have been added to a very prestigious list of who came to act award recipients this week.
1: Wow. You know, right on the fence, but I do accept that nomination right on the fence. It's been a while since I've like, <laughs> like rejected it. <clears throat> um, and that is, it's a high honor, Miss Burke. That's her last name, Burke? Mm-hmm. Burke. It's a high honor here. This is actually pretty rare for somebody to get nominated for this prestigious award um, without us ha- ever having seen them act before. This is you. You did it. Understand. Yeah. This is this is big. You're in the ranks of uh, Jennifer Lewis has won this award. Yep. Jonathan um,
0: Majors. Um,
1: Jonathan Majors has won this award. Nicole ben- Johnson. Johnson. I have won it. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Bahari has won this award. These are talented people. You, you did it. All right, you were. We got our eyes on you here at the New yeah. Children's Circuit.
0: She's been in a few other things too. Um, I was, I, I'm trying to think of, of like in these what I saw her and that I remember. Oh, that's what it was. She was in Star. You didn't watch Star.
1: Oh my god, you're such a Lee Daniels apologist. I let the first speech slide. I didn't want to take us off course, but damn, bruh, stop pushing that nigga on me.
0: You think I, if I'm gay? I want to watch that shit all the time. No, but you're doing yourself a disservice because Star was actually a really good show. <laughs> okay. And the way it was cancelled was terrible. That cliffhanger finale episode? Shame on you, Fox Network. Shame on you.
1: All right. Thanks, Sid, um, from our local Lee Daniels apologist. Um, last piece. Why was it called "angrily ever after"? She didn't. She wasn't angry in the
0: end. I guess because a play off her hashtag angry black woman segment on the shade room, um, and she lived ever after with the man who made her angry black woman, which is a total stretch because I had to really reach for that uh, yeah. conclusion. I don't know, Miss um, okay. Javon. If you ever you know get to listen to this, leave us a comment. Why was it titled "Angry Ever After"? I'd like to know.
1: Yeah. And if you ever get to listen to this, hit us up next time you write in a movie. I want to yeah. come on. Let us get the first. Let us let us get the first look. Let's get the first watch. It's come cool. on. We love it. I loved you in this movie. That this movie was totally fine. Yeah. I thought <laughs> that's me flattering someone.
0: It was fine. Oh <laughs> You hit right on the nose. You're great in Daddy's Little Girls. I loved you and all of us. Come on. Mm-hmm. And I Come really did love you and all of us. That was a good show. So
1: We're fans. And as much as we talk, here's where Strong Black League dropped the ball. As much as we mm-hmm. talk about what Wendy Raquel Robinson has given us on TV, we need to mm-hmm. talk about uh, LaVita. <laughs> um, what was her name? <laughs> LaVita Jenkins. <laughs> Was she not LaVita Jenkins on
0: uh, the Steve Harvey show? Oh, she sure was. <laughs> she was on the that Steve Harvey show. was the blueprint. Her and You're city. right. <laughs> With them t-shirts. You were so mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. My city bear. Like <laughs> that. Why is <laughs> your
1: impersonation <laughs> so good? <laughs> See, I've, I've studied and studied.
0: Oh, my God. We need to take this so. on the road.
1: You miss right. Vaughn, we love you here. Okay. Um, big, 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 and this big,
0: big, big How many bigs? Big, <laughs> <laughs> big, 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 big. Big
1: Sydney, all you do is play. Um, okay, <laughs> that's all I got. you have anything to say, Sydney?
0: No. Um, I will say when this show comes out, I hope that we are in a a different world politically, but we shall see.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! Let's put it down right now. Today is Wednesday, October twenty eighth. <laughs> so we record every two weeks, and yeah. <laughs> in two weeks, um, on the goddamn on the eleventh, mm-hmm. we gonna see what the, we what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> our last two reviews for November is either gonna be great and normal, mm-hmm. or we just gonna be struggling to find Ooh. joy. <laughs>
0: we're going to be down in out or
1: we both going to be out in the um uh trenches in, <laughs> at war so we don't know what's going to be
0: what's <laughs> going to happen so you'll know though you you'll hear you'll hear the vibes yeah. um
1: you know what you should do make sure you follow us on our socials we'll...
0: <laughs> you we we keep it posted. we may do a check in we'll you know. episode that week yeah
1: yeah <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a that's how you know speaking of let's roll the outro
0: yep Thanks for listening. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, if you're seeing five stars right now, just click all of them for us. Feel free to join in on the conversation. You can find us on Twitter at TNCCPod. And check us out on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit. And that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N.